Hello, everyone. Welcome to TV Literate, a podcast that unapologetically enjoys trashy TV. I'm Jillian. And I'm Megan. Yay! Yay! And you're fully vaccinated. I'm fully fucking vaccinated, y'all. I'm not fully immune yet. Gotta wait my two weeks, but I can't use my left arm. So That's okay. Who needs it anyway? Yeah, fuck a left arm. Fuck a left arm, for real. I'd give a left arm to not be able to die of COVID. Yes, honestly, yes, me too. Vibes. Vibes. I can live without a left arm, but I can't live without being alive. Wow, damn, that's deep. I'm so fucking deep today. You are. I'm loving it. (laughs) (laughs) So what have you been watching lately, Jillian? We're so fucking boring. Um, We are still watching (laughs) Fear Thy Neighbor. We're obsessed. We're in like season five now. There are like 24 episodes a season. It's it's a problem. (laughs) I need to get started on that, actually, because I've been wanting some type of like true crime thing. Oh, yeah. And it's so good. And it's ones you've never heard of before. I love that shit. I love that because I am so into like true crime that I know like all of and especially like I feel like the last year I've read so many Uh like Reddit posts and stuff about like all kinds of true crime cases that I feel like I'm at least like acquainted with all of the like big ones. Mm -hmm. And so it'd be nice to get some get some new new crimes in my mind. It's also good because almost all of them are like solved because someone you know just like ran out of the house was like please stop shooting my neighbor (laughs) yeah that's that's fair that is fair so yeah that's been good um we've also picked back up suits because gotta give Meghan markle some royalty money yeah i mean hell yeah (laughs) and then my only i guess it's if you like really bad horror movies um which i do there's a new one on netflix called what lies beneath i think because uh-huh. there's the other one that's Richard Gere that's like what lies below or opposite. Okay, that's one the old those. one. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, I know that one. And yeah, that one's a bit, like older, so not that one. Yeah, this one's a new release on Netflix, okay. and we watched it. And holy shit, the whole first third is just the worst characterization. Nobody's a believable person, but then it turns into this like delicacy of just the weirdest fucking horror that I've seen in a long time. <laughs> That sounds amazing. I I mean I love I love all horror films pretty much. Good, bad. Mm-hmm. I love it all. It's just I just want to watch it. So I will put that on my list for sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're halfway to Halloween this month. So Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I'm ready to be spooked. Get spooky. What have you been watching? Um, I haven't watched a ton of TV this week. I was really thinking and I was trying to figure out what I've been doing this week and I don't know, but it has not really been watching TV, but I have (laughs) watched a couple things. Um, one thing that Kyler and I have watched together is Good Bones, which is on HGTV. The house one. Um, Is it the mom and the daughter, but I always think they're lesbians. Yes. Yes. We've watched them before, but we started watching some of the newer episodes. Yeah. It's a mom and a daughter from Indianapolis and they're both like redheads. And um, they just, like, flip, like, really gross, disgusting, dilapidated houses in Indianapolis. And I really like it because I like them a lot. They're, like, kind of nuts. The mom is, like, a crazy art mom, like, hippie art mom. Love it. And then, like, her daughter is, like, boss bitch. But also, like, she has a lot of good ideas. Like, she knows what she's doing, but she's Mm -hmm. boss bitch. And I love the dynamic. And... 
usually I, I end up liking what they do. Sometimes it's a little too like tacky for me, but a lot of times <laughs> it's pretty like, I don't know. I feel like with a lot of these flipping shows, I really don't like it's like mm-hmm. really trendy and I don't like it. And I feel like they're a little bit more neutral usually. Sometimes it's not. But it's it's not a hundred percent ship lap a hundred percent of the time. Exactly. Exactly. But mostly I just like them because I am really picky about home improvement people. I feel like I don't like most of them, but the, mm-hmm. I, I, I enjoy watching them. So Yeah, I think the only home improvement people that I like consistently like all the time are the fucking this old house guys. I fucking love this old house. I don't think I've seen that one. Holy shit. It was on PBS like all through the 90s and they're still filming it. Oh shit. And it's just these two dudes who fix up like old houses in New England and one of them's Bob Vila and it's just like they're just really soothing and every end of the show they have like their um what are they called like interns uh but they're learning a trade. Uh, apprentice apprentice perfect thank you yeah i was like appropriates <laughs> but yeah so they're they like have their apprentices there and then they bring out like a weird tool and they're like what do you guys think this does and so like for like five minutes they all are just kind of trying to guess what this weird fucking tool does and they're like hell yeah well actually this is a toilet screw tightener and it's like really specific but <laughs> nice i love that that's hilarious god i love them just old dudes old dude in houses what more could you want a mom and sister pair exactly. mom and daughter fuck i don't even know what their fucking relationship is every single time they're, i'm like mother daughter are they dating no. <laughs> are they married um and it's also like it also it it does follow their personal lives a little bit like mina who is the daughter um she has struggles with infertility so it kind of like follows her going through IVF as well so it's it's kind of like a balance of like real life stuff and home improvement but the life stuff isn't like that much of it yeah it's just like these are things that are affecting our progress right exactly um and the only other thing I started watching last night because I found out that it was on Amazon Prime is I started rewatching The Girls Next Door which we talked about um in in one Uh of our flashback episodes last summer uh, I just found out that all I don't know if all the seasons but at least some of the seasons are on Amazon Prime and oh my god oh my god wow it is a blast from the fucking past yeah god so much of those like early 2000s pink tank tops and shit like yes god it brings me back to 2007 and this is how I know that I'm about to start my period because when I was watching this last night I was I started crying because there are so many they have so many dogs and cats and I was thinking oh. about how all of them are probably dead now and I could not watch it anymore. <laughs> I get that. That's vibes. I'm like that's Yeah, you're you're going to start your period in 2 days. It'll be okay. <laughs> It'll all be okay soon. <laughs> that's pandemic period level bullshit. Oh yes, for sure. It's like the thing about all the dogs. The dogs. Oh, I cannot handle dog death and anything even a hint of it in uh-uh. my brain no that's why you got to use does the dog die.com oh yes all the for time for sure religiously yeah any movie i haven't seen i'm like okay i got to i got to know i don't even care mm-hmm. if i spoil it for myself i just yeah, got to know no. this is way more important information to have the fucking last time that i didn't do that was when chernobyl came out and i watched it and i don't know if you watched chernobyl i did not it was really, really good, but in episode mm-hmm. two, there's about 20 minutes where they have to 
basically go out and cull all of the dogs that are irradiated and left behind. And it's a lot. Yeah, no, I can't. I don't think I could do that. I'm, uh-uh. a, I'm good. I just had to find, I, I watched like the first part of it and I was like, oh, fuck. And so then I Googled what the timestamp was when it was over. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, good thinking. Yeah. Anyways. Oof. Yeah. Ugh. But that's a great show. But. Yeah, I, I should watch it and maybe just skip that part because. I'll send I... you the timestamps. Cool. Thank you. Appreciate you doing the doing the Lord's work. Yeah, praise. And speaking speaking of the Lord, let's move on. Actually, before we get into the TV show part of this episode, uh-huh. there's some Duggar news to talk about. Yeah, because we were we were right. Well, you were right. I think last week that Jed did get married like two days after we uh-huh. recorded that episode. Yep. And yeah, so. He, our, our boy Jed is married. They were engaged for what, like forty-eight days or something like that. Like thirty-six hours. <laughs> yeah, they got engaged on Valentine's Day, and they got married last weekend. So Valentine's Day was not that fucking long ago, y'all. It wasn't. It was like a, a month and a half ago. Yeah, I know. Like <sighs> that's ugh. so stressful. Babies marrying babies. I know. Oh my god. Ugh. So yeah, and I just don't. I don't. Why are we rushing? Like, I feel like every single wedding gets a or engagement gets a little bit shorter and shorter. And it's like, mm-hmm. guys, this is not the direction we should be going in. Uh-uh. It's Especially if wild. we're still in the middle of a pandemic. Like, why can't you wait like six more months when more people are vaccinated and get vaccinated yourselves and then have a wedding? Because they got a bang. Oh, fuck. True. That yeah. takes precedent over everything. Yeah. I mean, die for post-marital sex yes i guess <laughs> worth it hashtag hashtag worth it <laughs> yeah i guess uh congrats to jed and katie and mm-hmm. um good luck to you that's that's really all i have to say good luck Mm-hmm. and i guess the other light dugger news is ginger and jeremy are publishing a fucking book about their lives yeah. like we don't have enough of their lives already yeah, like, what more could you possibly have to fucking say? Right? He's just mad he didn't get 19 kids and counting for him when he was a kid. That's true. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, the cover is horrendous. It looks like a bad romance novel, like Christian romance novel. It really does. It does not look like a cover of a memoir, which is what it's supposed to be. Like, it looks, like you said, like a romance novel, maybe even like a paranormal romance novel. Oh, fuck add, yeah. Like, Add some fangs or some wings or something on on Jeremy, and you got yourself like peak tw- two thousand ten. Just make him sparkle. <laughs> make him sparkle, baby. Make him sparkle. Team Jeremy. Just kidding. No one would oh, ever God. be Team Jeremy. No, never. I'll take. I'd take Jacob over Jeremy, and that's saying something. I'd take um, Edward over Jeremy, and that's saying something. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's some Duggar news. Today, we are starting a new adventure, and I am so excited. It's been refreshing. And it has. Also, like, so refreshing because, one, it's not all fucking J names. And two, yes. the parents actually seem to like being parents. Yes, I agree. I was, I think, just to give some background, I was very familiar with the Duggars going into the Duggar thing, but you had not seen any. In this case, neither of us have seen any of the Bates stuff Mm -mm. and I'm only like familiar with the Bates as they relate to the Duggars and that kind of stuff so Mm -hmm. yeah I was overall like kind of pleasantly surprised 
I was expecting it to be a lot a lot worse than it was. Yeah. Yeah. Especially because they're lumped in with the Duggars and the Rodriguez yes. family. Because, like, the Duggars, not great, have their babies raising babies and whatever. It's weird. And then the Rodriguez just don't, like, feed their babies. And the Bates. That's not good. Are just bitchy to each other. And that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there are definitely, like, some comments that were made that were like, oop, there we go. That's a weird thing to say. Uh-huh. Um, and, and I'll bring those up. But, and so... Like, don't worry, we're gonna get we're gonna get snarky on them. Don't worry. Oh yeah. But I definitely was pleasantly surprised and refreshed watching this, coming from having watched eleven seasons of the Duggars, mm-hmm. and it, like you, particularly refreshed with just like the interactions between the parents and the kids. Yeah, like I know they're like, still part of the like super hateful Christian right, and they're not great people, but like relatively speaking (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah definitely i think i like just judging from these six episodes we watched i would rather have grown up as a bates than a duggar for sure oh god yeah yeah oh yeah yeah Mm -hmm. (laughs) um so actually before let's i'm gonna read i want to read all the bates kids names first yes let's just like do a little bit of background just a tiny bit so first of all this is we're going to be talking about season one of bringing up bates Mm -hmm. which uh aired in or yeah it aired in 2015 i think it was recorded in 2014 into 2015 yes so the bates family also has exactly 19 kids which makes me wonder if that's just like the human limit like obviously i'm sure there are people out there who have had more than 19 kids yeah in the past but like it's just kind of interesting that both of them just like they stopped being able to have kids after 19 yeah yeah, I mean, I think maybe some of their kids on all of these families will have more than 19 because they're starting younger. Because yeah. the whole thing with the Bates and the Duggars is like both of the parents, both of the sets of parents weren't raised in right. IBLP or whatever the fuck, Baptist yeah. shit. Gil and Kelly kissed before they got married. They did. I think they probably even did something else. Oh my God. Don't speculate. That's too much of a sin. Too much of a sin. But, <laughs> okay yeah so hit me I'm with those names to, i'm gonna hit you with the names i'm going to read them as best i can it's 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 sad because i know i can do the duggar ones right off my head and these ones don't flow quite as well because it's not all like a poem but mm-hmm. they're kids names so it's not supposed to be anyway so we got <laughs> zachary i think they say michaela or they Michaela. do because her birth name is michael okay that's it's what just i thought michael. they called her michael a couple times which is interesting yeah so Michaela, Aaron, uh, Lawson, Nathan, Alyssa, Tori, Trace, Carlin, Josie, Katie, Jackson, Warden, Isaiah, Adelie, Ellie, Callie, Judson, and Jeb. <laughs> like, they Jeb. just kind of ran out of the fucking steam at the end. They're like, Jeb. Jeb. <laughs> Which I, every time I hear Jeb, I just think of Jeb Bush and uh-huh. his like little exclamation point after his name. I just say, Jeb! Every time. Jeb! Just Jeb. And so they range. Sorry. (laughs) No, it's okay. (laughs) They range in age from 25 to two, down to two. Mm -hmm. Um, It's so much. It's so much. Also, I think she has um, Michelle Duggar beat because she doesn't have any twins. That is true. She's had more like pregnancies. That is a good point. I didn't think about it that way. Yeah. I mean, so take that, Meech. Take that. (laughs) 
So the first episode is called Meet the Bates. It's kind of just like an introduction episode, mm-hmm. which I, side note, I watched this episode like a couple nights ago and I only watched the first episode and it was 45 minutes. So I just assumed that all of them were 45 <laughs> minutes and I was, it was the best news of my life when I saw that they were all only 23 minutes. I was like, I'm going to cry right now. I know. It's, it's so the difference on not being on TLC where you have to fill a fucking slot so they can just have 20 minute episodes. Yeah, and it and like and it's not just like mindless stuff that we don't need. Yeah, they are getting to the point of the episode. Yeah. Oh yeah. This should have been the OG nineteen kids and counting controversial opinion. I know. Oh my gosh. Let's see. Okay, so a there, like I said, this episode's kind of an introduction. Mm-hmm. They talk about how the past year has been like a very big year in their family because three of their 19 kids have gotten married, mm-hmm. Zach, Aaron, and Alyssa. And Alyssa moved to Florida to be with her husband. Um, and Zach and Whitney, her his wife, are expecting their first baby. Mm-hmm. And Aaron is has been experiencing miscarriages, and that's kind of like a lot of this that's like her plot point for these episodes. Yeah, is the attempts to get pregnant, which is right. good and not mm-hmm. porn. Because <laughs> yes. I could say, I, I feel as now, it's just the attempts to get pregnant. All right, <laughs> that's a little rated X for up TV. Up TV, I know, up up faith and family. That's the, that's the network. <laughs> it's like, I can't even think about why it's called up, but I know that there's like so many things that like, raise up <laughs> you raise me up yeah yeah um God. <laughs> we really lost the plot today we did okay we'll get into it yeah um, so let's talk about we'll talk about the baby stuff because that's okay. kind of like one of the main points of this episode i think uh-huh. so like i said zach and whitney are expecting their first baby they are having a baby boy and i loved how when they were talking about how they picked out the names the name for him mm-hmm. and they were like yeah we just we came up all of a sudden we just came up with the name bradley and i was like what <laughs> is it 1970 what the fuck i know like, like you've never met a brad <laughs> yeah like also i did check because i am a name nerd and bradley did peak in 1970 so it's like dude you're way behind i don't know i don't know what you're doing but yeah. bradley it's that uh um, bates and duggar time sometimes they're stuck 50 years in the past I guess so. I guess so. Yeah, they don't they don't really seem to get out much. So I guess it's kind of hard to blame them. Mm-hmm. So a big part of this episode is like planning for Whitney's baby shower. Yes, which was so funny at the beginning because they were trying to figure out the guest list and how many people would be there. And Kelly and Gil are like talking about it. Kelly and Gil are the parents. Yes. Uh, if we, we didn't say then. that. <laughs> um, and at one point they're like, OK, so, you know, it'll be a a husband and then a wife and then their kids like one or two kids and he's like ain't nobody i know got just two children <laughs> and i, know, I was like, like i'm gonna like this one <laughs> yes yes i know uh it's just it was a mess so yeah they're like oh, we're sending out a hundred some invitations but we could have like several hundred people there it's like god yeah no. yeah yeah um, i felt bad for aaron in this episode well, I felt bad for Aaron throughout this whole thing because uh-huh. she and I felt like they just kept lingering on the miscarriage and kept bringing it up all the time. And it's like, I don't know. I understand talking about it. And I think it's really great that she's able to talk about it and stuff like that. But like, it does feel like fucking reinforcing it. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, so, so sad that your baby was supposed to be around with this baby. But now your baby's not. Bummer. Yeah. How do you feel? 
it's like yeah we don't need to talk about it it's not great it's not a good thing like uh yeah because she was due like a week before whitney i think she said Mm -hmm. and so god that sucks yeah because yeah her yeah her and carlin are are in charge of organizing shower games Mm-hmm. And they went shopping, and the whole time Carlin was like, "Yeah, it sucks that you're not pregnant too, right?" And it's like, "Right, God, no." I know. Also, I would like to admit, I have been reading the like Fundy Snark, Duggar Snark stuff on the Bates family for a long time, and I never once cottoned on that Carlin was a girl. Yeah, it's a weird name. It's a weird one. Yeah, and like everyone who talks about her, like I feel like she's married to someone with kind of an androgynous name too. That like I'm like, which, mm-hmm. which one's which one's which? Who's who? I think, yeah, I think her and I feel like her and Joy are like really good friends. So they're always posting about each other. Oh, yeah, that's why I've seen yeah. her. Yeah. Hmm. Um, no, her her husband is just named Evan. Yeah, that's a pretty, I mean, I guess a girl could be named Evan, but you'd think of, if you see Evan, I think a boy. Yeah, though Evan Rachel would. Yeah, exactly. It could, it could be a girl's name. Yeah. But, hmm. Yeah, Gotta Carlin, like for sure, like that one. I wouldn't look at that name and immediately think girl. Yeah. Which like fine. I love yeah, androgynous yeah, sure. names, but I'm oh it's just so funny that now I'm like, oh. <laughs> well, and it also just like doesn't really fit the set. Like it, like people, mm-hmm. I don't know. It'd be one thing if she had like sisters with androgynous names, but all of the girls She does have a like... sister named Michael. Oh, that is true. Fuck. But yeah. then there's like yeah, I guess. I don't know. I don't know I don't... either. I don't know. Also, a lot There's of no them go by their theory. middle names. Like, these aren't their first names. Yes. When I was looking at the name list, I was like, who the fuck is Kenneth? Oh, Nathan. Right? Yeah. God, can you imagine your name's Kenneth Nathaniel? Kenneth Nathaniel. <laughs> Kenneth Nathaniel. <laughs> Kenneth okay, that's bad. Nathaniel. Call for. Um, right. Okay. Yes. Let's see. Um, let's just keep. I'm just going to keep going with the baby shower stuff. There's really not. What else happens in this episode? Nothing really. They just kind of all talk and introduce themselves. But yeah, also, yeah. I was noticing they wear like a lot lower cut shirts than the Duggars in a mm-hmm. lot of these things. I'm like, this, you know, that's interesting. I think in general, they just seem to be a lot. They're not, a, I mean, they're still very like strict, but they seem to be less restrictive than the Duggars. Mm-hmm. Like when there was a part where Kelly was talking about like, their kids raising their own kids and she's yeah. like yeah they can do whatever they want if they want to watch cartoons that's cool but like i just didn't want my kids to watch cartoons and it was like that's i mean the the way that michelle says it it's like well our kids are gonna make different decisions and we don't approve of them but that's just life that's their life it's their <laughs> season and their pair oh my god yeah god i just fucking loved that everyone had like just real like holler Tennessee accents. Oh my god, it was so. It felt. It felt so Appalachian. It was it's, so good too, because like the Duggars don't have an Arkansas accent to me. Like they have a light Southern accent, but they don't say mm-hmm. like fun, folksy phrases and shit like people do around here. Yeah, no, these people are from fucking Tennessee, and they are from Tennessee. Like yeah, down like right, you know, all the way through. They say Mike could, and I love it. Yeah, exactly. So uh, one big common thing between the Duggar and the Bates, which I guess makes sense when you have 19 kids, is that they're always fucking late mm-hmm. to everything. Um, and so the baby shower was no exception. The people who were setting up the baby shower, like, arrive an hour before the shower to set everything up, including tables, chairs, food. Everything. Everything. Games. Games, yeah. But then while they're setting up, 
Kelly gets a phone call that Trace got into a car accident and rolled his car. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was, was intense. Fine. Like, he was fine, but, like, he rolled, like, four times. It looked bad. Like, when they showed the car, I was like, holy fuck, that looks awful. But, yeah, he was fine. I mean, I guess modern cars for you. Yeah. And if they don't involve another car, he just rolled down a hill. So he's fine. And everyone is able to go back to the baby shower. What I don't understand is Zach and Whitney, who are the people they're throwing the baby shower for, they like went to the accident scene and stayed there for a while. And it's like, I I guess I understand like wanting to make sure everything's okay, but like I feel like there was a different way that could have been handled. Like you could have called and been like, hey, is everything okay? We're going to go to our baby shower. Because they ended up being like really late and everyone was just like, what are we supposed to do? Everyone else is here except for the people who we're supposed to be throwing the party for. I think it's because Zach is a fucking cop and he was going to make sure that his brother didn't get a ticket. Yeah. And he just totally seems to have that like mentality. Like I have to be in the middle of everything kind of. I got to take care of this family. Yeah. And it's like, just go to your fucking baby shower, dude. At least drop your wife off there. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It was weird. But whatever. It was weird. They had the shower. It seemed <laughs> lame, but they seemed to have fun. So I guess that's all that matters. Um, <laughs> I died. So when you were talking about Carlin and Aaron talking in the grocery store about the miscarriage, mm-hmm. and I just wrote, Carlin making Aaron talk about her miscarriage in a fucking Piggly Wiggly. <laughs> God, that's my nightmare. Can you imagine? Yeah, it's like, oh yeah, you know, you know me, just crying in aisle four of the Piggly Wiggly. You never know. I like, mean, God, at least cry at like Whole Foods. Yeah, really, Piggly Wiggly is not not aesthetic enough to cry in. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, Trace looks like the bully in Toy Story. Like exactly, like the kid Sid with the little turned up nose. Yeah, he kind of does. It's weird. It freaked me out. So Trace, I think it was Trace and Lawson were both, I don't know if they were at the insurrection insurrection (gasps) or if they were at just at like the protests before. I don't know if they actually broke into the Capitol is what I'm saying. I bet they did. But they had video of them at the protest that they soon took down, but everyone got screenshots. So every time I saw Trace or Lawson, I just thought of them being at the insurrection. God. I could not think of anything else. Wow. Yeah, no, that's that's a lot. Because, like, mm-hmm. I figured yeah. that was them, but, like, I didn't really remember. Yeah, it's <laughs> them. You just know by looking at them. It's them. Yeah. Um. Okay. So then at the end of this episode, Alyssa is there for the baby shower, and mm-hmm. she wears the baby shirt that all of the fundies must do, apparently. And it they says, bun in the oven, and everybody yes. screams. Yes, because she is... Of course, pregnant. Yeah. Which, yeah. Surprise, surprise. Which I did love that at the it, like they're her little like talking head about this. They're like, so do you want nineteen kids? And she's like, I think eight or ten, but we'll see. And yeah, I'm like, and it's like huh? eight or ten. That's that's way too many. Yeah. Sorry. That's like how many pairs of shoes you should have, not how many children you should have. Yes. Yes. Agreed. All right. So moving on to episode two. Courtship and marriage is what this one is called. Mm-hmm. Like I said, they kind of start off talking about their expectations in their kids' relationships and stuff like that. And just in general, it definitely seems to be less rigid than the Duggars and more, I don't know. Yeah. Like, more independent. I yeah. Guess. It at least seems like 
modern purity versus like right. you can't hug. Like yeah. I mean, all it's these still like people. Yeah, and they were they actually. I think I think it was this episode they talked about how Zach and Whitney actually kissed before they were married, mm-hmm. even though their parents like advised against it. But they were like, we were ultimately fine as long as the purity stays for marriage. And I was like, so that's just sex, right? Like, that's what you mean is sex. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Got to keep that hymen intact for the Lord. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. It's, I mean, it's still very old fashioned, very outdated, very gross, but it seems to be a little bit less rigid than the Duggar stuff. Yeah, because God, can you imagine if a Duggar kissed someone before and like the public found out? They would, Michelle would just like shut that shit down. She would just be like, nope, sorry, courtship's over. Yeah, I, oh God. That person's of it, the devil. Bye. Bye. <laughs> yeah, just like excommunicate them like they did with Jill. Yeah. So we start this episode at Aaron and Chad's house, which I have to fucking say, Chad, this Chad, is the only Chad that I've ever been, like, kind of okay with. Yeah, he does not seem like a Chad at all. Yeah, he seems like a James, maybe. James, yeah, that's good. I like that. It's like, he seems like a nice, sweet, helpful, friendly guy. Yeah, and, like, this dude loves cooking, and this guy's, like... You know, very helpful, always finishes all of their fucking projects, which they say a yes. hundred thousand times. They're always like, where's Chad? Where's Chad? <laughs> oh, God, Chad. Yeah. Um. So, like, I think they actually, I think all of the couples seem like they actually like each other. And they all dated yeah. for, like, a relatively long amount of time. Like, one of them said that they were dating for, like, 16 months before they got engaged. Which, like, for fundies, I mean, for, like, normal people is still, I think I have in my notes that Aaron and Chad dated for eight months, which is, like... For normal people, very short. But for yeah. fundies, that's a long time. Yeah, it's like eight months would be like where normal people are like, okay, should we like move in together? Like, right, exactly. are we getting serious? And they're like, well, the only thing we can do is get married. Yes, yes, exactly. Um, so I was kind of confused. They talk about the miscarriage stuff, and I was confused by like because. Aaron's kept referring to the miscarriage like singular, but then mm-hmm. like the ma Kelly kept saying like she's had three miscarriages. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, she said it multiple times. Like miscarriages. I mean, Aaron said miscarriages a couple times, and then she would say miscarriage at yeah. the doctor's yeah. office. And I'm like, what's happening what, here? What, yeah, I, I was, I mean, not that it matters, but I was just confused. She's also um, the one who you mentioned last week, I yes, think, who got yes. COVID and it fucked twice. up her ovaries. She got COVID twice. Fuck. And yeah, it fucked up her ovaries. Because she has uh, those yeah. fucking clotting disorder things. Yes. Yep. And I, I, I'm actually pretty interested in this because I've always thought it, it would be interesting to see how like the fun fundies deal with infertility and there are multiple of the baits that are struggling with infertility i was looking it up and michaela has been married for several years and has not been able to have a baby and they like don't know if they're going to be able to have a baby wow and the stuff with aaron and i think like several of them have had a lot like a lot of miscarriages there's like some infertility stuff going on with them so it's kind of i mean obviously i would not wish that on anybody but it's interesting to see that in a in a place where like your fertility is so valued tied to your worth yeah 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 and i mean honestly the only thing i can think that the church in general would do is you haven't prayed enough you've been sitting in your heart you're not devoted enough mm-hmm. obviously you're wearing too low of a neckline and excommunication which great but at least the parents aren't like well you're worthless to us <laughs> yeah oh yeah definitely definitely which i mean i wouldn't put that past jim bob and michelle 
Right. <laughs> I would not either. Yeah. Okay, so Michaela, they focus a little bit on her in this episode. She's in a courtship with Brandon, who lives in Texas. Mm-hmm. And in this episode, she is surprising him with a visit for his birthday. Yep. It it was fine. Yeah, nothing really happened. It was, I mean, it was nice. They talked about they, how they hug. Yes, they're like, we're huggers. We just like to hug. So obviously we're going to hug, which I mean, yeah. And I've never hugged anyone like I hugged Brandon. I, I hated that line so much. I know. Like, Michaela seems like such a fucking creep and I love it because she's just creepy, she, like not she does, aggressive creep. She's just weird. She does seem pretty creepy. I agree with that for sure. Yeah. Um. Yeah, he's fucking in Bible school. They took a chaperone. Mm-hmm. Um, the whole thing that really fucked me up about this part is she's like, I was trying to surprise you without being deceitful. Yeah, she was like, I didn't want to lie. And it's like, you can fucking say, oh, I'm going to, you don't, like, if you're surprising somebody, you can do say a little white lie. You're not going to go to hell for that. Sorry. You might. Oh, God, that's true. Yeah, she was really focused on, like, I just, I was really really sh- careful not to be lying not to be deceitful everything i said was true it's like do you think that this dude who surprised her has ever thought that level of like freak hell out no. about it no hell fucking no gross. gross okay shall we go back to zach and whitney yes they go to the OBGYN and get an ultrasound mm-hmm. and they see yeah. a baby they see the baby and this is where we're kind of talking to Zach about parenting and how it might differ from how his parents parented him. Mm-hmm. And I have a quote from him that's just, I think I'm going to let Bradley watch Pooh Bear. <laughs> I know. I wrote that down too. It's just like, oh, all right. Okay. Cool. <laughs> Pooh Bear. His whole nursery is going to be done in Pooh Bear. Pooh Bear. Oh. I know. It was so cute. I don't know. Again, I fucking hate these people, but at least they're kind of recognizable as people. True, true. (laughs) So we go to Florida for just like a minute and we Mm -hmm. see Alyssa and John and they have John's nieces and nephews over and they talk a little bit about this is, I think, where they talk about how many kids Alyssa wants. And she's like, I could do eight or ten. Uh-huh. Great. Yeah. What about eleven, though? What about nine? Mm, good point good point only even numbers oh, i mean i kind of get that there must be pairs because <laughs> we're going to pair them off in the buddy system exactly exactly um yeah so Alyssa was kind of sister mom to josie and katie which she talked about mm-hmm. in this one which are two of the younger girls um and they talked again about how each family makes new rules for their house and she pierced her ears which was not okay at home so now it's okay to have Ooh. pierced ears in her house cool I just don't Super- get why you can't pierce your ears when you're like uber Christian. Yeah, I don't I don't understand some of the things that they aren't allowed to do. Like Yeah. What, what's the reasoning there? Like you could wear crosses in your ears. Like you could yeah. have more Jesus on you at all times. What could be more Christian than more Jesus? True. <laughs> Mind blown. Mind blown. So the last part of this episode is Aaron and Chad going to the doctor to talk about what's happening, why they're having miscarriages, what the next step are, that kind of thing. Um, So basically they find out through testing, they find out she has clotting issues. Um, And so she's put on some medications to help with that and extra folic acid and 
just basically told to see how it is because it doesn't seem to be a problem with conceiving the child. It seems to be a problem with like implantation holding onto the baby, right? Yeah. So that makes sense. And um, this doctor's name is Dr. Vic, which they say so many times. And I just have such a bad... I can't I can't not think of Michael Vick and all the fucking dogs he killed anytime. I know. Someone says Dr. Vick. Wow, yeah. I just stuttered my way through Dr. 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 Vick. I can't Vick. even say it. It upsets me so <clears throat> I'm much. I'm so sorry. Um, but they did hug Dr. Vick and I just loved it because Aaron hugs him and just says, "You're such a blessing." Yes. <laughs> to, uh, yeah. Air I I have to say Aaron's hair and makeup is so fucking tragic. Holy so shit. So fucking tragic. She looks like, um, fuck, who's the younger Plath sister, but like stuck in the 2000s? Lydia? Yeah. She looks like she Lydia does. Like a- hair, but like bad Aquanet. Yes. And really just like bright eyeshadow. That- yeah. But that 2000s blue eyeshadow phase did not <sighs> die for Aaron. <laughs> Did not. She's still living strong. All right. So moving on to episode three, Bates go camping. So we start <laughs> off this episode with a driving lesson because all these epi- all these big families got to have a driving ep- lesson episode, I feel yeah. like. Yeah. I mean, you got to have all the people out there driving to haul around all those fucking kids. Yeah, exactly. So there are Tori and Carlin are both practicing because they're both getting their license, which is kind of funny that like... <laughs> multiple siblings in a family getting their license at the same time yeah and not twins <laughs> yeah normal occurrence for this family yeah um it was very funny it was comical there's not was. a whole lot of things to talk about other than that they're bad at it they are and i loved that like so many of the siblings went and you know they all went just to like give them shit oh yeah so Everyone was talking about how Carlin is overconfident and Tori is bad at driving, but they're really both bad at driving. And Carlin was saying, well, I understand why they were hooting and hollering while you were driving, Tori. (laughs) Yeah, I love that. Hooting and hollering. I just love them. Like, I love Appalachian idioms and shit. I know. I know. I grew up with them because even though I'm not from Appalachia, my mom's family is from eastern Kentucky. Mm -hmm. And so, like, I'm very... I've, inculcated I've, yes the Appalachia runs in my veins so <laughs> I I speak it fluently I got coal in these veins <laughs> oh god yeah I just have um, deep south idioms which are also good but different different for sure but also yeah good <laughs> uh, but they both end up passing their driving driver's test which is good and so now nine of the kids can drive they're half and half yeah it feels like Zach was their driving person I think Mm -hmm. because he's a cop and I think in some states you can just ride along with the cop and get your permit probably yeah um yeah that was like his job in the family (laughs) like the family driving instructor right yeah and what's her face Alyssa was the potty trainer I think yes 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 um okay so the rest of this episode is about the family going on a camping trip well some of the family going on a camping trip with some other families from church and so some of the older kids didn't go to this because they were at a wedding. And I think they possibly could have been at Jess's wedding. I mm-hmm. was looking at the timing and they the, these episodes weren't exactly in order. I was kind of basing it off of Zach and Whitney's baby. And that baby was born at the very end of um, October 2014. Okay. And Jessa got married the very beginning of November 2014. And, I, and this was all around the same time. So 
Could have been Jess, is all I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Shit. Um, I was like, who could this have been? Yeah, you're like, too. we know much, everyone. They know. I have too much time on my hands. But it's that's okay. Fine. Sleuthing is useful. It is. Well, sometimes. This was one of the times, though, when Kelly said, we're missing some of the older kids, kids which means more work for us. And it's like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. Which, thankfully, I think it means that, like, they're big people who have to do the big people jobs and the little kids mm-hmm. can't, like, set up a tent. But yeah, yeah, iffy. but it's, it's yeah, right for sure. For yeah, sure. Um, I like how they had to get a rock out of Judson's nose yeah. before yeah, I think they it was fucking Jeb's left. Nose. Yeah, iconic. Yeah, that and they were like, yeah, things go up the nose all the time. It's a normal occurrence. <laughs> um, Tori drove them all fresh. That's brave with her fresh permit or license or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um and immediately backed up and hit their trailer, which was ha. yes, sick, classic. Um, Kelly was wearing a fucking weird ass headband at the beginning of this with like the pink <laughs> flower. She was styling. You just don't get the style, Jillian. I don't. I, I feel like I got it when I was twelve at Claire's. <laughs> they. I like how they get there and then they realize that they don't have all their tents that they thought they had. <laughs> And so they have, and like not only do they not have them with them, but they like got rid of them. Like mm-hmm. they don't have them, and so they have to like figure out how they're gonna all share three tents, which sounds horrifying. Yeah, and Kelly apparently only brought one blanket per person, forgetting that like you needed blankets to lay on and like make a nest on the ground. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> uh, does not sound does not sound good. Yeah, at all. none of them are prepared. Nobody's ever prepared mm-hmm. in evangelical. Fundies. That yeah, it just seems to be the 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 trend. Um. So God, go first I got to do the fire part, and then I have to go yes. to the chalk art. <laughs> okay, go for it. Go. So for the it. fire, they're starting a fire, and he's Gil. Um, his name is fucking Gil. Like I know it's a curse. It is. Um. Anyways, so he was saying, oh, you know, the last time we went camping, I uh, accidentally used pure gas for a fire, and now I use four parts oil and part gasoline. And all the little kids were just like, the whole story is that he just burned all his hair off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, that's sick. Great. Hell yeah. Great. Wish that would have been the episode that we saw. Right? But- yeah. Take us back in time. Burn your hair off for us, Gil. <laughs> Recreate it. Mm-hmm. And so then, at the fire, Gil does his little chalk drawing, because he lo- he learned how to do chalk drawings, and he uses them as part of his ministry. And so he's up there just, like, drawing a waterfall. He's going full Bob Ross. Full Bob Ross, for sure. I don't even really understand the point. I'm sure there was one, but I didn't quite get it. Yeah, we got a very snipped up sermon, so Yes. Yeah. I'll like I have one quote from it and it is you can trust God with your family and you can trust God with your finances. And I was like, what? It sounds like this man is recruiting for an MLM. (laughs) I know. Like I'm not trusting God with my finances. Sorry. Uh -uh. I don't God doesn't have time to micromanage my budget. Exactly. He's got other things to deal with other than, like, whether or not I should buy this. I don't even know. I don't know. Yeah. $360 worth of clothing at the consignment store. Oh, yes. I'm always just on the verge of doing that, so. But fuck. Then we got the big reveal. The big reveal? Yeah, of the chalk drawing. 
Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> Where it was, he it was... changes the lights from floodlights to black lights, and all of a sudden, an eagle appears. Oh, wow. <laughs> that was pretty good. Um, <laughs> I can do birds. <laughs> good to know. Birds and SpongeBob. That that's it. I mean, honestly, I can think of I can think of worse things than those two, so I'd take them. Hell yeah! So that night, nobody slept well because it was cold. Like you said, they didn't have enough blankets. Apparently, Gil just snores horribly, and everyone could fucking hear him. So it, was, it seemed pretty miserable. Seems like regular camping. Yeah, experience. exactly. That's that seems like camping. If general. you're not cold, you're wet. <laughs> yeah, or both. Yeah. Usually both. Um, yeah, usually. So the next, speaking of wet, the next day they go on a <laughs> canoe ride. And so this is the first time Gil and Kelly get to go on their canoe that he traded a tree job for. He did a tree mm-hmm. job for this canoe. Oh, yeah. Gil's a trees. tree man. And he tree makes man. the boys work with him to cut down trees. Yes, exactly. Um, also, Carlin is stuck watching eight of the littlest children. Oh, my God. And I just want to know why didn't another person stay back to help? Like, I don't know. <laughs> there's eight children, and it's not just like eight children in a room. Like they're outside by a creek. They could get so easily lost. There's a fire. Yeah, like there should be several adults there, and there are so so many people there that like a few more could have stayed home, stayed back from the canoe trip. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, or gone in shifts. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Ugh. How old is Carlin? I'm trying to figure out. So she's 22 now. So and she's in 15 or 14, I think. God. So, so she was like 16. Yeah, yeah. She's not even like she's a teen. Like she's like a babysitter age, but like not an adult. Adult. Yeah. I guess maybe there were other people around that she could have gotten help from, but maybe. I don't know. Ugh. Yeah, it's just. <sighs> yeah, the canoeing was a fucking nightmare. Which I'm glad yes. they didn't take the little kids on because they definitely would have had one drown. Right, definitely. <laughs> yeah, everyone just slipping over. They were all like, yeah, we thought it would be really relaxing, but oh, it's hard work. Yeah, yeah. canoeing is hard work. And you're on a fucking river. Like, you're not on a yeah. lake. The water move. <laughs> yeah, God, no. Um, so they get back to the campsite and grill. They realize they don't have charcoal because what's being prepared anyway. So they're trying to cook these burgers for everyone with wood. They have to cook like... And a propane burner. Yes, and it's like a hot fucking mess. And everyone's like, they were fucking disgusting, but I was so hungry I didn't even care. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they just came back from canoeing and then had to wait for them to like get all their shit together. Like, holy shit, you had to be so hungry. I, I could not handle that. I, It's definitely a diabetes thing, but I just get so hangry. And I... I mean, definitely, like, legitimately medical thing. Like, I, when my blood sugar gets to a certain point, I need to eat. Yeah. But, I mean, I once I reach that point, even if my blood sugar's not low, once I reach the point where I'm like, I need to eat, like, I'm just a huge fucking bitch until I eat. Oh, my God. Me, too. I'm so there with you. Like, so I, mean. I don't have to eat often, but when I need to eat, I fucking need to I, eat. Yep. I'm the same way. And it's like, honestly, there's no telling when it's going to be. It just kind of comes out of nowhere. I know. Sometimes I'll like wake up at like five o'clock in the morning and be like, fuck, I'm so hungry. I'm going to die. Yes. Oh my God. I think it's a thyroid thing maybe because, oh (laughs) my God. (laughs) Yeah. Thyroid. That doesn't sound normal. (laughs) Hey, your thyroid controls all your like hormone things and yeah. Yeah. Hunger is ghrelin. So yeah, we're just not maintained. (laughs) 
<laughs> exactly. We'll get there, maybe. Um, All right. Okay. So next episode is called Training Up Bates. I hated this episode. It was so, so bad. But like, also, I'm so glad that these two parents are actually parenting at least a couple of their children. Yeah, I, I definitely. It's definitely an improvement from the Duggars. Yeah. So it's a low bar. This, yeah, very low bar for sure. So this episode mostly surround or uh, is around a trip to Mima's house, which is um, Kelly's mom mm-hmm. in North Carolina. Um, oh, this is the part where some kids are at the wedding. I'm sorry, okay. I thought it was at the camping trip, but either way, some kids are at the wedding, so the old some of the older kids aren't coming, but the rest of them are. Um, they <laughs> they kind of talk about how they're preparing their kids for this trip, and they literally just call it training their kids, mm-hmm. and it's. It's like, are they dogs? I guess, kinda. They, they like dogs are as smart as a seven-year-old, so like, yeah. Oh god, I hate the wording. I know, I do too. I it's it. like it potty seems... training is one thing, but child yes. training is different. Yeah, they were literally. Let's see, I have some quotes in here. Um... Oh yeah, they talked. They they were talking about. Because one of the big things they were going to do at Meemaw's was go to a, con- a consignment shop. And so they were talking with the younger kids about how to act in a consignment shop and, like, how to treat stuff that's not yours, which is great and stuff that you should be teaching your kids. And it was very refreshing to see. But the quote that I think it was Gil, it might have been Kelly, said was, anytime you can make a game out of training, they love it. And it's like, that sounds like you're talking about a fucking dog. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but still better than the Duggars. Yeah, I mean, at least they're doing it. I, I Don't get me wrong. It's yeah. just the wording was very cringe. Oh, yeah. It's so cringe. And I do... I, th- I think we're coming into this family at the correct time because all of the older kids were saying, like, oh, yeah, you know, they let the little kids get away with murder. Like, mm-hmm. they are spoiled. It's grandparent syndrome. And I'm like, yeah, this is why we like them because they've given up. Exactly. They even said that they were, like, basically we're just too tired to be able to, like, fully parent our children anymore. So. Yeah. Which is fine. Maybe... I guess maybe you should probably think about not having kids anymore if you're feeling that way. But I know. And then they were I'm talking crazy. about how Kelly wants to get pregnant again. And I'm just like, yikes. God, I know. Oh, that was so bad. Um, I don't know. It was this whole scene was weird, but it did remind me of the fact that the Duggars can never find a pair of fucking house like shoes in the house. And yes, like these people yes. have like four shoe shelves and they're paired up. Yeah, they're organized. It doesn't seem that hard. Like, the Duggars literally just have, like, a pile of shoes. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, good luck to you. Yeah, and it's like they never collect them all and sort them out or anything. They just right. let the shoes exist. Yeah, that's not... That ain't gonna work when you've got eight, 19 kids. Mm-mm. It's not gonna work if you it's have two kids. Right, exactly. So, they drive to their little bus to Meemaw's house. <laughs> and they see Meemaw. They meet... We meet Kelly's sister, Kim, who lives nearby, and Kelly's adopted sister, Beth, who lives with Meemaw and her son. Mm-hmm. And Meemaw has 33 grandchildren. That's a lot. That must mean that the other sisters have a fuck ton of kids. Yeah, yeah. Because Kelly only has three three sisters, and she had a brother that died. I think so. Something like that. Yeah. So, yeah, they all have to have, I mean, they all have to have quite a few kids if if she has 33 grandkids. Yeah. We got 19 of them taken care of, but there's only three people to spread out the other 24. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus. 14? I don't know math. (sighs) I I cannot even tell you anything. 
Um, okay, so the family goes to Kelly's sister Kim's flower shop, mm-hmm. and they make banners together because Kim is very arts and craftsy, and they're always doing crafts together. So they're making banners for Bradley's nursery. Mm-hmm. And, of course, Kim, maybe. I don't think she has any kids. Like, she does the iconic ant thing where she just puts out, like, the most dangerous shit, which is hot glue in a tray. Yes. And is like, children, just craft. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's totally the ant move, for sure. Oh, yeah. Um, Jeb is losing his mind. He's a yes. two-year-old trapped doing a craft that he doesn't want to do. And in a There's all kinds fancy of fun shop. things around that he wants to go see. I'm annoyed because he's so cute. Like, he is he's so a cute, cute kid, and it annoys me. Um, but that's fair. Yeah, he's in the terrible twos. They call it the terrific twos, though, because he can't you got it. Keep sweet. <laughs> Gross. So, um, the last vacation spot. We'll go. We'll just finish there mm-hmm. trip real quick. The last vacation spot is the big consignment shop. I love that this was like their big trip for their little vacation. Yeah. <laughs> um they so she stops the kids before they go in and she's like we can't buy everything that means we're gonna have to work on our self-control and i was like yes like i get it we all need to learn that but like it just is so weird it is very heavy-handed they they're um only allowed to shop for this 50 percent off or 75 percent off stickers um and the kids the older kids are allowed to shop for themselves and then the younger kids were being helped by their parents which was good i thought at least like Mm -hmm. they had some independence to pick out kind of the stuff they wanted within i'm sure the guidelines that they're Mm -hmm. allowed to yeah and they and like they sorted it all at the end and said that they have to approve of everyone's purchases right right exactly um it seemed stressful as fuck just because there was so many people and so much happening and they ended up spending $330, which feels like a lot of money to spend in a consignment shop. Yeah, it is. But also, like, let's see, there were 11 kids and then two of them. That's like that's a lot of people to get clothes for. Like, they did really good. They spent like $30 a person and that's supposedly like their season. Yeah. No, that's very good. It's just the amount of stuff they must have got is just like horrifying to think about. Yeah, that's why you need the assault vehicle. Right, exactly. Um, so the only other part of this episode, we go back to Aaron and Chad and we find out that they found out that they're pregnant again. And obviously they're excited, but they're kind of like scared, worried, taking it with a grain of salt because this has happened before. Um, but they go to the doctor and they get an ultrasound and they find a heartbeat, which is great news because that was always where the problem was. Like they never were able to find a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, she's going to have to give herself like injections every day, that kind of thing. It'll probably Twice be a high a risk pregnancy. Yeah. Um, but I mean, she's pregnant, which is great. Yeah. And Chad seemed very willing to help her with the shots. Yeah. Again, I do like that. Seems nice. I like I like Chad and Aaron together. Like they see, he they seem to love each other a lot. And Chad had even said, like, obviously, like losing the babies was hard, but like watching Aaron go through it was the worst part. And like that's, like, I don't know. I just, I could just tell he really cares about her and wants to yeah. make things good for her. And like he great. prioritizes her feelings, which is something that yes. uh, Christian evangelical men are not super keen to do. For sure, for sure. Um. Yeah, it seems good. Yes. Episode five. Episode five is called Nashville. Nashville. So back in Tennessee, well, Nashville's in Tennessee, I guess. 
um, in at the family's house in Tennessee. They are making a winter garden on some of their unused land. Yeah. And so it starts with them disagreeing on where it's going to be. And Lawson really annoyed me in this part. Mm -hmm. He just seems like the type of asshole who, like, thinks he knows everything and thinks he's, like, so much better than everyone. And it's like, dude, you don't know shit. Yeah, you're, like, 19. Please sit the fuck down. Right. And, I mean, he does work in landscaping. So, like, for sure his opinion is valid. But I just think that, I don't know, he just seems like an ass. Yeah. And he was at the insurrection. So we can hate him. He loves Trump. So fuck him. Fuck him. But yeah, they figure out a place eventually and they work on it. And that this is um, during this episode is where they have to call in Chad for reinforcements uh-huh. because they have no idea what the fuck they're doing. Yeah. So they have no idea. They just end up half finishing a project. They like got it plowed, I think, three times and they just mm-hmm. didn't realize like how much plowing you need to do if you're not going to make mm-hmm. a raised garden bed. Yes. And so they just called in Chad and Chad basically did everything for them. Yeah. <laughs> Chad's the so- dad. Chad is the dad. I mean, it fits. It is. Um, The rest of this episode actually surrounds Lawson, who Mm -hmm. is going to Nashville to record one of his songs because he's big into music. Um, Kelly talks about how the whole family is into music, and she basically talks about how she, like, had the kids learn an instrument so they could use it in their ministry, which I thought was like, okay. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Um, And obviously, some of them like it more than others. Lawson really loves it. Um, and he's hoping to talk to some record label execs while he's there. Some big names. Like, big what names. the fuck ever his name was who was down there from what the fuck ever label I've never heard of. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't know. To be fair, country music is not really my area of expertise. But yeah, I don't I don't know. I mean, I think we know most of the big album, like produce, production companies, like they That's- all do all of them. You've at least heard of them, right? Yeah. They talked a lot about who was going to be the next one to enter a courtship and if it was going to be Lawson or not. Mm -hmm. And I remember there being a lot of speculation about Lawson and Jana being together like Mm -hmm. a long time ago. And I just think it's really interesting because Lawson is still to this day not in a courtship or engaged or anything. I think Lawson may be gay. (laughs) He's He might just be a giant asshole and nobody can put up with him. Also true. I just, I mean, I feel like in families this big, statistically, you have to have one gay oh, child. Yeah. So, like, Probably we have to figure out who's gay. Yeah, definitely. I mean, the Duggars, we have, we have our theories. We can, yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll keep thinking about that as we go on. <laughs> we'll um, see who gets sent to alert camp four times. <laughs> exactly. Um, just listening to him play, and like I said, I'm not a country music fan at all. If you are, good for you. I'm not like doing anything. I'm not saying anything against it, but <laughs> I fucking hated listening to this, and I could just like hear the racism in his music. Oh yeah, all of his music. Woo! Sorry, I guess that shot's kicking my ass. Um, uh, all of his music seemed like very much like not the country that's like. Well, my dog died and my wife cheated on me and I'm gonna shoot someone. Like, it was like, my heart is for Jesus. Freedom yes. isn't free. Yes, yes. I have one of the quotes from the song that he was recording, which was a duet with somebody. I don't know. I know. I didn't I know what her name was either. These are just two random lines from the song. I don't have any other more, any more context than what I'm about to say. But they said, mothers lost their babies. There's kids without a dad. I know. I I heard that. I was like, are you sad? 
Is it? I mean, war or what? Where are we going with this? What, what's what's the song's message here? I'm a little worried about it, to be honest. Yeah, it was weird, but whatever. He's saying fine. I mean, sure, whatever. He can he um, can sing better than I can. Yeah, I guess. It was really interesting to hear the different siblings talk about whether or not they thought Zach was going to make, or not Zach, sorry, Lawson was going to make it uh-huh. because, like, in the music industry, not, like, in general. He's going to um, fucking die, <laughs> says Callie, and, four years old. Yeah, probably. Um, Zach says he's really close to making it a career, and some of them were like, yeah, probably not ever, no. And some of them were like, yeah, maybe. It's just, it's kind of funny to see all the different personalities. Oh, yeah. And all the little kids are just such little fucking shits. Like, I love them yes, because yes. I feel like they they might plath. They might plath out, man. Oh, God, that would be... they. Def- I definitely have higher faith in that with this family, the Vodagers. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so then he plays the song as it mm-hmm. was you know, cut off the thing, whatever, for his family, and they all really liked it. And then that was the end of the episode. Yes. Saying that he has a lot of big dreams, but you can't achieve anything if you don't have big dreams, but also your dreams are unachievable. True. Very true. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So the last episode we're going to talk about for today is called Organized Chaos, which, yes. Um... A big part of this episode was them organizing clothes. Mm-hmm. Like we talked about, we hadn't seen the Duggars do this. I wonder if they do it. Seems awful, but ne- also necessary. Yeah, they never switch like seasonal clothes. The only thing we've ever seen the Duggars do is swap like maternity clothes. Yes, yes. But yeah, basically they talk about how it takes at least one full day, usually more to go through all the clothes. They basically start out by sorting everything with boys and girls and kind of go through everything from there this is where they start getting really depressed because they see that there's only one bucket of maternity clothes left Mm -hmm. and there used to be so many and we talked to kelly and kelly's talking about how she's just pretty sure she's done having kids but she would be so happy and she's so sad to see and it's like just so oh my god no how carlin has like a fucking meltdown on the couch where she's like this is the longest that there hasn't been an infant in the house. It's like, I mean, that's how, like, that's how it's supposed to be. That's like humans. Yes. And also, like, your your brother's having a baby. There are so many, there are going to be so many babies born by you and your siblings in the next coming years. Like, your mom doesn't need to be having any more kids. She's fucking Mm-mm. old. Let her have a break. Yes, her poor body. She's, like we said, she hasn't had any twins. She's had to go through each of these pregnancies individually. Mm -hmm. And, like, 19 kids over 23 years of ages. Like, that's... Oh, my God. There's no break. That's, like... None. They were saying that she got pregnant three months into the marriage and then got Mm -hmm. pregnant four months after that baby was born. And, like, holy shit. And, like, remember, postpartum is, like, a process. It's not like you have the baby and you go back to normal. Like, there's breastfeeding involved. There's a whole bunch of body changes. It's it's a big process in and of itself. Yeah, you just shoved a big old bowling ball-headed human out of your coochie. Yeah, postpartum is not resting, period. Uh-uh. Uh, it's, it's, like, it's healing, period. Yeah. Oh, do, do the work on your body. So they finish doing the girls' clothes and decide to save the boys' clothes for a different day, which, fair. Yeah, no one no one wants to have a clothes-related meltdown. No, no. That's what happened. The laundry room meltdown is what we refer to, because Michelle talks about it all the time, about how she had, like, a 
meltdown over laundry where she prayed to God and yes, and she figured out a way to get her kids to do the work for her, probably. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah, they ha- their jurisdiction, laundry jurisdiction, exactly. So the rest of this episode is about the um, Museum of Appalachia's annual homecoming event, mm-hmm. which this again very close to home. I've been to like yes. two of these in Charleston. <laughs> I, um, yeah, I I mean, it felt very, it felt very nostalgic for me. Yeah. (laughs) I've never been to this, but like, yep, I've been to things like it. That is for sure. Yeah. When, um, um, COVID's over, we'll have to go to the Vandalia Festival in Charleston. Ooh, cool. That'd be good. It's fun. I can't wait to go to festivals again. That is like one of the things I'm most looking forward to. They had Carlin help with the little kids because Carlin seems to be like the little kid worker of the family like the daycare mm-hmm. worker of the family i think Alyssa was the one before her but since she Probably. moved she's no longer carlin has taken it like that's an important job it seems like if there are so many little kids so mm-hmm. like yeah so they start by practicing by singing a song called the poochie lip disease this okay this was kind of cute <laughs> It was cute. It was cute. Like, I was like, oh, excuse me, what? The poochie lip disease? I know. It sounded so crazy. But then I'm like, oh, I get it. Like, I, I guess it kind of reminds me of, I don't know if you read that kid's book, The Pout Pout Fish. Yes. Oh, yeah. yes, definitely. It's a little pout pout fish. Uh, yeah, it was It was cute. Um, But for the actual museum performance, they're singing like, I don't even know if it's like a real, like a song, but it seems like some like Bates family song that's yeah. like our home is always big enough for another it's like it's very like breeder song it's specifically for like the evangelical breeder families definitely um so they have a bad rehearsal they do bad yes the kids aren't aren't focused because they're children aren't focused right it's hard i get it and then they do like a the older kids do a performance and like most of them couldn't stop laughing, which I also get. Mm-hmm. And they're so like, was... they, they look older than they are, but they're like 15 or 16. They're not yeah. old kids. Like, no. Yeah. They're like teenagers. Yeah. Oh, fuck. So Carlin always is the one to start laughing. And one of the little boys, I don't remember which one it was, if it was Judson or another little one said, it's a sin to laugh on stage. And I was <laughs> yeah. Like, and that was, yeah. That was, there was, they kept talking about that too, because they had, I think it was just like an interview with Lawson. He was getting really annoyed at the sisters for laughing. And he was like, they told me, they're like, I don't know if I'm going to laugh until I'm there tomorrow. What? That doesn't make sense. That's like saying, I don't know if I'm going to sin until I get there. And it's like, I mean. I mean, that is how it is. Like, that's basically (laughs) what Jesus said. Like, hey, sometimes you're going to fuck up, but as long as you feel bad about it, we're cool. That's like, I mean, most people don't like plan their sins. (laughs) Other than I mean, sex pest. I, yeah, no, but I guess like just like when it's like I'm going out sinning, that's not exactly <laughs> like the, the line of thought that people go through. That's going to be my hot girl summer hashtag. I'm going out sinning. <laughs> going out sinning. God, I can't wait. But yeah, I don't know. They they, they managed just to do it at the festival. Yeah, the it was. Yeah. Um, they did all get haircuts from Chad first. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I missed that. Yeah, you forgot that Chad is the only thing keeping this family together at this point. That is fucking true, because Chad does the garden, he does carpentry work, and he cuts the kids' hair. Yeah. Because... And he helped with their fucking back room, which they have an old house built in front of the... Or built behind the new house, and that just had, like, the bunk beds from the kids still in it and stuff. Like, very weird. Yeah. 
it was weird. I think that was like their old house and then they built their new house when they outgrew their old house and just left their old house there for like storage. Yeah. And they just never have touched it since they moved. Have not cleaned it out. <laughs> yeah. Which is iconic. Like oh, yes. very no planning, no prepare preparation. It fits very well. <laughs> Fuck this house. We're just gonna build a new one and not use the old one or sell it. Right, exactly. Um, so after they sing their song, their family song, Carlin gets to yodel, which Ugh. reminded me so much of the episode where Joy yodels on her honeymoon. Uh-huh. And it's funny because I think, like I said, I think her and Carlin are actually like really yeah. close. So I wonder if they yodel together. <laughs> That's so funny. It's so funny. And I love it. it like is, it was ridiculous, too. but I love yodeling. I don't know why. It's it's crazy. It's fun. It speaks to me um, because it's just like, just yell funny in the microphone. Just make some crazy throat sounds. That's it. Um, and then after that, Lawson sings his song. Freedom don't come free. <laughs> uh, I hated it. But yeah, it was so bad. All of it was bad. Yeah. The yodeling was the only good thing. Agreed. Agreed. Also very weird that they were all wearing red. Like, and not in a way like, these are our children and this is how we're going to denote them. But like, wear red. We've all got to wear red. Isn't red the color of sinners? I don't know. Isn't it? Isn't red the color of Jesus's blood? Oh my God! They're wearing the blood of Jesus. They're bathing in it. They're bathing in the blood of Christ. Sacrilegious. Oh God. <sighs> but yeah, I think that brings us to the end. Did you have anything else you had to say about these episodes? No. I mean, so far, I think I'm gonna like the baits. Like, not like the baits, but when I first started watching the Duggars, I could only watch like an episode or two at the time at a time because oh, yeah. like how Michelle and Jim Bob were to their kids, it like yes. kind of made me nauseous. I was like, this Definitely. is uncomfortable and I hate it. That is for sure the biggest difference that I've noticed between these shows. Other than the fact that um, the Bates show is half the time of the Duggar show, which really does help since there's so much extra bullshit in the Duggar show. But oh, yeah. it's just like the genuine re the genuine interactions between the parents and the kids, which you don't get on the Duggars because I don't think they happen. Mm -mm. Jana's mom. Jana is mom. Yeah, that's it. That's all I got to say. Yeah, that's it. But we will finish up season one next time. Um, if you guys have anything that you want to say about today's episode, about the baits, about the Duggars, about the jetting, about anything, if you just, just want to talk to us, we would love to hear from you. You can send us an email at tvliterate at gmail.com. And you can find us everywhere on the internet at tvliterate. We're on Tumblr, Facebook, Twitter, Reddit, Instagram, everywhere. We're just, you'll find us. We're everywhere. We're always watching them, not you. Yes, don't worry. We're not watching you. No. Um, but yeah, if you have a moment also and you want to review us on iTunes, that would be great. We would really appreciate that. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, we hope you guys have a great week and we will see you guys next time. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.